Welcome to the mothership. The funk aliens have landed. Greetings, my fellow Earthgoers. My name is Sydney, and I'm going to be taking you on a ride to the discography. I'm sorry. Wait. What the fuck am I doing? One moment, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> There we go! Welcome, friends. My name is Sydney, but you can call me Scooby. All the other dogs do. And we're gonna take a walk through the discography of my life, so grab your leashes, you son. Hey, don't let Grandma hear you cursing up there now, boss. I'm sorry, Grandma. I'll make sure to keep it clean. You better, or I'm gonna slap this out you. The man whose namesake I take, my father, Sidney Edward Stokes Jr., was probably the main influencer of music in my life. My dad had hundreds of LPs that he still has to this day that he would play all day and all night. And we would dance, we would sing, and it was a great time. And not only did my father raise me up with artists like Earth, Wind & Fire, Donny Hathaway, and the Stylistics, but also artists like Journey and Bonnie Wright and Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac in particular was a favorite of mine. I remember hearing Dreams for the first time. It was light, it was airy, it was dark. I remember listening to it on the bus and a friend of mine turned to me and he asked me what I was listening to. Hey man, what you listening to, bro? I remember being scared at first but then gingerly handing over my headphones because I was convinced that I would finally convert a new brother to the church of Stevie Nicks. So I, I learned two things that day. One, I was barely able to keep my black card. And two, my taste in music was one of unique variety. That's because you got an old soul, baby. Huh. You know, you got an old ass soul now too, Grandma. Ow. You better stop sassing me, boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Grandma. So the years leading up to and through high school was an interesting but difficult time for me. I was going through hormones. I've been the tallest person in my class since kindergarten. And all the kids were calling me Steve Urkel at the time. Yes, I had the glasses with a string and my pants did go above my ankles, but fuck them. There's my F-bomb. But my parents worked long hours and I remember them putting us in the car and taking us over my Aunt Sylvia's to spend the night. Gosh, my Aunt Sylvia. I miss her. She passed away in 2018 due to lung complications. But one of the things that I particularly remember about her was that she was obsessed with smooth jazz. And she would listen to a particular radio station all day. Do you remember WNUA 95.5? I remember waking up to artists like Grover Washington, Boney James, George Benson. Ah. Days of At the same time, I was being opened up to a whole new world of fine music. Metal. 
Now, up until this point, my interaction with metal, heavy metal, had been one of confusion. I mean, who in their right frickin' mind wanted to listen to someone screaming on me? Turns out, uh, I did. I had a friend. He was a smart little pissant, but a close friend who ended up becoming a, an apprentice of sorts to Yo-Yo Ma, an insanely talented and probably one of the most famous cello players in the world, as well as playing for the Chicago Symphonic Orchestra. My friend's name was Josh, and he knew my taste in music, and I remember him handing me two CDs that greatly contributed to my current playlist. The first CD was some obscure, at least to me, band from Sweden named Opeth. And that CD was called Heritage. And the track, The Devil's Orchard, played back to back on those days when I connected to my metal brothers. It was also at that time that Opeth was trying a new progressive sound, and this CD was an accumulation of that. I'm almost positive that if I was given any other CD than this CD first, I probably would not have listened to heavy metal. So the second CD was by a group that practically became one of my favorites overnight, as I was lucky enough to listen to what people consider is their best album. The White Album by Deftones. Yo, this album is on my list as one of the top metal albums of all time. Chino Marino's vocals coupled with the genius of Chi Chang's bass, rest in peace, put me on the map as far as a metal fan. This is one of the few albums of my generation that can be played back to back without skipping a song. Rock on, dudes! Excuse me, baby, but can Grandma ask you a question? Sure, Grandma, what's up? Why are you listening to all this bullshit? <sighs> Growing up in a household where the loudest talker was always right, I quickly learned that comedy was in my blood. While being out and about, my father was notorious for talking about random people. He sees somebody, he'd be like, look, look, look at that girl's shoes over there. Now she know damn well when she bought those, they weren't in her size. Look at her ankles tapping out, touching the ground. Or he'll see somebody, he'd be like, look at that boy's glasses over there. Godly, look how thick they are. Listen, I'ma hold up a number behind my back. Go over there and see if he can guess what it is. <laughs> As you can imagine, I've had a lot of laughs at other people's expense. My father also allowed us the privilege of listening to a legend in comedy. At that time, his stand-up was on cassette tapes, but he was still incredibly funny. Probably the funniest person I've ever listened to. And a personal influence of mine, Richard Pryor. I went to penitentiary. Gene Wilder, I did a movie. I went to, not me personally. I mean, I went to do a film in penitentiary. Um, <laughs> and it was, I was up there six weeks, Arizona State Penitentiary. It was some, oh, you're applauding for that? Arizona State Penitentiary, real popular. 
Oh, man, it was strange because it's like 80% black people. And what's strange about that is that there are no black people in Arizona. Ooh, that boy funny. Do you want to know what's funny, baby? What is it, Grandma? I was remembering the time when you were a little child. Your cousins was chasing you round and round the house. You was just running back and forth. And when he had caught you, you got so scared you up and sh Come on, Grandma. No, ain't nothing wrong with that, baby. You just had a little accident. Why, Grandma occasionally have a few accidents herself. You know, I really don't need to know that, Grandma. Shut up, boy. Everybody do it. But listen, why don't you tell them fine folks about anger? I, I was just about to, Grandma. Not when you're talking all the damn time. Never mind, I'll do it. Anchor is an all-in-one platform where you can create, distribute, and monetize your podcast from any device brought to you by Spotify. Create your podcast, host it online, distribute it to your favorite listening platforms, grow your audience, and monetize your episodes all for your tablet or phone for free. Oh, baby, I just might make my own podcast. That way I wouldn't have to be sitting around listening to all this bullshit. Oh, word? Well, do you have a cell phone, Grandma? Well, no, but I do have a landline. Uh, I don't think that's going to work, Grandma. Shut up, boy. You don't know what you're talking about. Ain't nothing wrong with my phone. On that note, I'm going to end it there. Uh, is there anything you want to say, Grandma? Well, baby, I was wondering, why did you have any gospel on your program? You know what, Grandma? I know what you're talking about. You, you're talking about something like, <clears throat> Not a second or another minute, not an hour or another day. And I asked the Lord with arms outstretched. You mean something like that, right, Grandma? Oh, yes, senior child. Tell them about Jesus. Baby, why did you quit the choir? You had such a wonderful voice. Well, Grandma, you know, it's probably because I like to a sin a sin sin. How acting like a damn fool from all these people. This is your boy Scooby from the Mothership. Stay tuned for part two of the series of my discography.